The following Pulpery podcast is brought to you by The Goddamn Sauce. Go to thegdsauce.com for details to order all the sauces to replace your ordinary condiments. Welcome to the Pulpery Sportscast with Brock and Ben. This podcast is where we discuss the sports headlines that intrigue us and those little stories that enrage us. Um, yeah, sorry. That was my fault we were on a delay. Well, <laughs> Halloween was in there, and end yeah. of work was in there, and <laughs> lots of fucking shit was in there. Like, uh, the Rangers won the World Series last week? Yeah. Halloween? Day before? Somewhere around there, yeah. God, I've lost time. Yeah. Um, it's dark outside. <laughs> <laughs> and we talked about Bruce Bochy a couple of weeks ago, and, uh... He's so calm. Yeah. No, it's... it's like, he's... he's I mean, calm. It's that point of... Like, Joe Girardi. Uh, Joe Girardi. Yeah, when Joe, he when he was like, doing his shit with the Giants, it's just going like, oh, man, once he's done with that team, if any like any organization, can we snag that dude up? He's like, no, nah, I'm retiring. Yeah, he went, I'm good. And then, yeah, the Rangers get him out of retirement. First year with the club wins them a world and granted they went out and signed some people and and made some trades but you gotta do that but i mean as as you saw in the yeah world series like made all like those moves that even the announcers are like wait he's doing what but yeah exactly wait what same as with like the giants like you think that and that was when they when they was like pence is going to be your mvp for like three years exactly and that was back when we had the no dh rule right or he could really fuck with you (laughs) really fuck with you but he should be he should be in the conversation of best managers yeah in in history i mean grant i mean he's in the top five yeah he's not going to be up there with like you know, McGraw's wins and stuff like that. But, I mean, he's got, what, four, four rings in two been different leagues. With, with three different teams. Yeah, he's been to the World Series with three different teams. One with two different leagues, teams in two different leagues. It's fucking bonkers. Who's right. the only other one that did that? Uh, Tony La Russa and Sparky Anderson. Oh, how did I not know Sparky? Yeah, I think we're, Sparky's the one I think is... Um, I mean, he won multiple with the Reds, and right. got the one with. Did he get one with the? Yeah, one with the Tigers, eighty-four. Oh yeah, that was. Yeah, a lo- yeah. he didn't last much longer after that. No, I, well, he was there for. Like, he didn't make it to the nineties. I like barely, I think, but that's because. Oh, he, like he stuck his toe went into the. Yeah, nine. it was like the eighty-nine ninety season. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you know what, Texas, um, good on you. 65 years they've been in existence? Yeah. Man, that's a rough stretch. Well, and that you and the were... Yankees used to beat on them. And not to rub it in, but, like, they were, they were what, two outs or one out away in game six of the 2011 World Series. Couldn't close the door on the Cardinals. And then in that's game, a, oh yeah, I game seven, they were, like, a strike away. Or I might have that backwards. It might have been a strike the previous night, and then it was an out the the following night. But it was just like the gods were against them in there, and then like they exercised so many demons. I mean, obviously, but yeah. 
Yankees used to beat up on them all the time. But that, like the all the time, we would love it when they made the playoffs. Yeah, like Minnesota. But the I'm <laughs> then, sorry. No, but what was it the 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 meme there? It's like every every Texas team has a championship except for what was the one that oh the Texans. Like, but there were expansion team, but it's like they're well. The Oilers didn't either. They never won one. Right, but they're gone. Well, I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. Even Houston, yeah, San Antonio. Oh, oh. oh. I can't make fun of you because you beat the, the Saints this year. Yeah. Fucking assholes. We'll get to them, but they should sure. be in a second. In in a second. Um. So. So now, yeah. So now. now now we're in like the manager moving game. Like Craig Council is about to get paid, which is fascinating to me. But like I saw a list today he, in New York. He's media. a good manager, but it's just like I mean, he, some of the numbers I'm seeing that he's being offered is crazy. Why? Because I mean, he he did well with like literally nothing in Milwaukee. Nobody cares. Well, except but, if um, you live in Milwaukee. Which is Algonquin for the good land. Um, Correct. But, well, but imagine you put him in an organization that has a good payroll and, you know, a GM willing to go out and get you the things that you need. You need a good GM for that. Right. We don't have one of those. No, and I don't think the Mets do either. I mean, we do. It's the same. God damn it. The first three or four days of November always... I always get pounded with the Mr. November and the Yankees that World Series. Oh, yeah, yeah. God, I hate, <laughs> hate it. Hate, I love watching the two blown saves. Sure. But I hate the way that ended. <laughs> I didn't hate the way that the Saints game ended this weekend. No. Um, Paulson Adebo? No, not Adebo. Yeah, it was, yeah. Was it? Yeah, that this was his debutante ball. Yeah, he, he chose out violence. <laughs> he said, fuck all of you. Yeah, and, you know. Violence. Can't, or I mean, what, Cam walked away with like two and a half, three sacks? Like, yeah, it, it was. He was born again for that game. I mean, thank you. A couple you. of tackle, tackle Thank you, for, Chicago, for that game, by the way. But Yeah, but I have, I have issues. There's no reason that a rookie quarterback should go crazy in the first half. Right. Like, it should not take you an entire half to make adjustments. Well done doing them at halftime. Yeah. I was not expecting. I was expecting Brian Kelly to trot the same thing out there like he did, <laughs> and then used Jaden Daniels, you know, concussion or whatever as an excuse. <laughs> Although that was a cheap hit, we should have got the penalty and gone 15 yards, and it lost at least cost us the game. Um, fuck element, God. Oh. All right, back to the Saints. So, um. Taysom Hill. Yeah. How long has he been a saint? Seven years at this point? Yeah. Seven. I'm going to look that up. Well, and the fact that he's, you know, he he's given this sort of gimmick, you know, Swiss Army man, you know, and. Yeah, but he's. You, you, yeah, you. I think any NFL team would kill to have at least one dude on there. Not, and not just his skill set. But the fact that he's just like, I will, you know, 
put me in, I will do whatever I can to help the team. Yeah, you need me to block as a tight end? Cool, yeah. I got that. You need me to be a slot receiver and right. catch touchdowns? All right. Cool, I can do that. You want you need... me to be the more agile fullback? Yeah. And still run people over? Yeah. I gotcha. And do it all with that fucking Joker smile that he has. <laughs> it's a little... um. 2017. God damn, we were spot on, weren't yeah. we? Um, well, we probably heard it like 10 times during the broadcast. Because well, Tiki Barber was smoking, smoking the pole. Yeah, and it was, you Which, know what? Well, well, From our standpoint, understandable. But we'll yeah, get to Matt like, Ryan in a minute. Why did they decide <laughs> to put two color guys in the booth now? I don't know. It's the dumbest fucking <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, you got that, two dudes stepping on each other's dicks. You know, and that, you know, uh, Tiki Barber's broadcast voice is really similar to Matt Ryan. So right, I was confused at times. At first. I, I didn't know who was okay. talking. True story. I didn't realize Tiki was in the thing until they showed the names. Right. <clears throat> who the announcers were. Right. Legit didn't know he was up there. Yeah. And no, I didn't watch a pregame or anything like that. I turned it on for a kick goal. It's so CBS. He, took, he took five years to do his, uh, what do you call it? Mormon, uh, it's like a walkabout, but oh, their mission. Yeah. So and he so he graduated in 2012, and we drafted him oh. in 2017. Yeah. Five years, that's a long time. I, that's, I'm just, hey man, the internet doesn't lie. Well, that, I mean, that explains why he was A, available, and we've been able to keep him cheap for so long. And he's mature. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, they just literally... He could sit the first two weeks of the season. He didn't do shit. And right. then somebody must have stabbed Pete Carmichael, like in his third rib here, where it doesn't really do much. <laughs> Not deep. Um, and told him to play Taysom Hill more. Well, and the thing is, is I mean, you've been saying it for ever, but it's now become the... The, the cliche term when you're talking about Taysom Hill and that he's a cheat code. You get five yards. Right. He's a cheat code. And that it took this long. And and in a game like this where you had pretty, or at least you had good possession because the defense was carrying you so and just giving you the, the ball back whenever was, they could. The second half was perfect Saints football. Like, Chicago didn't get into their out of their half of the field until like halfway through the fourth quarter. Yeah. Defense was finally doing something. The first couple, like, we seem so unprepared on defense at the start of games. Yeah. Oh, it drives me fucking crazy. And we're so good. Like, now we've got a strong number two cornerback. So our cornerback should lock anybody the fuck down. Right. And we should not be getting beat by tight ends going across the middle of the field. No. But we do. Well, and that... And, and don't get me started on a, a scrambling quarterback. <laughs> it's like they're, they're instructed to just ignore him, and then when he's 15 yards down the field, then we can tackle him. Yeah, they're not doing a whole lot of spy packages, no. and, which is crazy when you have two... Mario Davis and, and Pete Warner? Warner? Yeah. yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense to No. Me. I mean, at least, like, you know, Werner now doesn't have, you know, the 
he's not all thumbs anymore. He, no. He got at least one fumble recovery, if and, not two. And Marcus May's back. Yeah. Dude, so, somebody needs to be covering that, that fucking crossing pattern. Or, like, forgetting about the running back coming out of the back. The, they get burnt every single time. I, you know, and I don't want to be that, that podcast. No. But it just does seem like the recurring theme here is whether it's offense or defense, the schemes are just wrong. Yeah, they still had Olave running slants. Um, although he, well, no, he called his touchdown on and out. Yeah. Um, which still doesn't make sense to me. Like, you might not put Mike, that's what Mike Thomas does, but. Right. He, Olave has the speed. Thomas Put him on the outside. Yeah. And put Tom, right. And Thomas I get, has you're probably, the hands. You're, you're probably trying to throw him off and do some picks and cross him up and stuff, but. Right. Well, lean know. into it, man. Juwan Johnson's back too, so like all this yeah. shit's helping. Yeah. So but, the, I, you know, just to. Just to throw out that, like, this whole thing, you got to mix it up or whatever. You know, the the Rams at the turn of the century, everybody knew where Kurt Warner was going, you know, 90% of the time. Correct. And they still were able to beat you. Like, that's what speed or good like good hands with Ricky Prohl would do. And, and you had, uh, what's his face? Falk? Yeah. In the back, I mean, like, Again, and that's cheat the thing. codes. Yeah. Like, are you going to get burnt by this guy or this guy? You can't really cover them both. And if you do, this these other three people will be open. Well, and you, I'm not that we have that that skill level at all those positions yet, but you have you you have Kamar in the backfield. You have, I mean, you have Keandre. Uh, Keandre, like, not Keandre. <laughs> no, who's the Who's the fast guy who does like the point? Uh, Rashid. Punt? Yeah, Shahid. Shahid. But so he's like he's huh. small, but but he's got speed. You got uh, they line him up in the slot. Right, exactly. Too. They should him and Olave should be on the outside. You got Mike Thomas and Jawan Johnson now. Right, and it's like and all and even though he's old and a little crazy, Jim, Jimmy Graham can do that. You know, block. Shuffle three he, steps he forward. He doesn't know how to. Bl- that's the thing. He yeah. can't block. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like fake block, and then you move five yards forward, turn and around, turn and catch. Uh, Taysom can do that, so I think that's yeah. probably why. Um, that's fine with me too. Like just. I hate that I'm saying. We want to take this time to thank you for supporting the Pulpery Podcast. We are available on all podcast platforms, so please follow us and turn on the downloads. You can always delete them later. If audio is not your thing, we are on YouTube. Check out our page and hit the subscribe button, like our episodes, and share with all your friends. Follow us on all the socials for our latest content and additional takes on the latest stories and news. If you need a change for your taste buds, go to thegdsauce.com and change the way you think about the way you eat. From their signature goddamn sauce to their ghost pepper sauce, They have everything you need to rethink condiments. Help support an independent business by getting rid of your same old condiments and boss up with the goddamn sauces. Maratti, finally. There you go. He is, uh, he, he, put it this way, (laughs) and he's a lifelong Juventini. He, he, He grew up, he went through the academy and he scored his first senior goal. Is that the proper name, Juventini? I like it.
Yeah, because it's a Juventina if it's a female. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, like yeah. that. Um, and Ragazzi is boy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> At any rate. Um, <laughs> and it was gorgeous football. Absolutely <laughs> gorgeous football. Got the ball out of the back. One pass to the sideline. Two dribbles. Three passes. All one touches. And then Rabio, because he is a fucking god right now. He's our captain, by the way. <laughs> Dribbled, crossed the field, one pass, right back to Moretti, goal. It was fucking beautiful. And it had to be because the rest of the match was fucking horrendous. <laughs> it hurt my brain <laughs> to watch it. Um, Why am I blanking on the manager's name? What's his... Uh, Allegri? Yeah, thank you. But we didn't give up a goal, and you know we will give up possession for the beautiful... Well, I mean, down like, the pitch. does he historically yeah. manage, like, nasty football? No, his philosophy is, I'm going to win 1-0 well, every match. <laughs> if they don't score on us, they cannot win. Sure, yeah. That is his philosophy. So, and his thing is, he's had all these attacking players, and he still wants to, to sit back. I... I so it's like it's like by any means necessary the other way like yeah, exactly. to to defend correct okay and play that low block and it works I mean when we had Chiellini Benucci and Barzagli it worked we're getting close to that with Rugani and Bremer and Gattino and Dan- well, I mean it's, it's and, working you Dan- four out of your last five and Danilo has been hurt too so um, I mean t- what twelve points in what three weeks. Yes, two off the top, and we haven't played injury yet, which is coming up. The Derby d'Italia is yeah. after. <clears throat> guess what? Another international break, motherfucker. So which means we'll just be- enough time for people to get injured. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was going to say. We'll come back from the international break with the Derby d'Italia against Inter, <laughs> and like half the team will have blown out their knees. That's what'll happen. <laughs> Fucking international break. It's it, it seems like you've been through this before. I fucking hate the international break. <laughs> like if you're gonna do that, just take a month off and do your shit, yeah. and then let's get back to fucking. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> do it over the Christmas break. It'll force the Premier League to stop the meat grinder. At any rate, Moretti scored. We are two points off first, although, like I said, I'm sure they'll find something to blame on us yeah. to take away points, to put us in seventh, <laughs> right below Roma, <laughs> is where they would put us. Or like, yeah, or just enough to where after you do play some you know, amazing football, you're back to you six. You get just close yeah. enough to six, and then they fuck us again. Or they might let you into the Europa again. <laughs> You mean the Europa Conference League? And then they had the audacity to say, you can't play in Europe. I think everybody went, thank Christ, what the fuck is the Europa Conference League? Jesus Christ. But they're they're doing well. There was a, god damn it, a couple of weeks ago, there was a... uh, another blurb about them getting investigated for something. Of course. That's what they do. I laughed it off. I really did. It 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 was it's fun. Dival is still hurt, which sucks. I just wonder like I wonder if if the Agnelli family can get it sold, if that would be the thing that 
I don't know, because they were pushing for it before, and they just made him go away. Yeah. Which is fine. He can just do, you know, the George Steinbrenner behind the scenes. He's got plenty of fucking Sure, but money. is it is it... Is it like is it a fundamental hate of the team or is it the hate of the ownership? It's probably a little bit of both. Both, right? Yeah, yeah. they're like the Yankees or Cardinals. Yeah, you know, perennial winner with. I mean, the fucked up thing is a lot of the really good teams have had twenty five percent of the national team. Yeah, and they still fucking hate Juventus. Well, some years more than twenty five. Yeah, when we won the Euros, it was like 50 yeah. or something. <laughs> Speaking of the Euros, Donnarumma, so Champions League was back to today. I mean, it, it, I don't fucking care. That's what I forgot about this afternoon. Shit. So PSG played Milan, right? Yeah. And they were in back in Milan, and Donnarumma left Milan for PSG for money. These motherfucking ultras <laughs> in the curve. Oh, man, what did they do? They had <laughs> fake money printed out with his face on it. And threw it onto the pitch in his goal. Oh my god! I saw a picture. It was like a box, I think, <laughs> like this, full of this money. God damn it! Sometimes, sometimes, somebody, some well done, well, yeah, applaud that man. Well, and you know, and the and and, and the printer. I I hope the printer shop gave him a deal on it. Oh, I'm sure they probably got it printed for free. free. You know what happened? The mafia used... Oh, fuck it, this man. The mafia used their real money-making machines to make the fake money. Fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. And then in the summer, when we're in the Euros, and he's playing goal, everybody's going to be, oh my God, I love this man. He's in... Yeah, exactly. Okay, we'll get, we'll get on to leads. Oh, real quick. Wes McKinney, balling. Now he's a starter. Yeah. And and Juventus Twitter seems to collectively like him. And even the media, which is... Well, clear. I mean, clearly non-English football suits him. I mean, yeah. same as... Tactically. Same as... Um, a thinking man's game. Yeah. Pulisic, and he's yeah. hurt. Well, sure, yeah. Whatever. But At that's least what, he happened before yeah. the international break. That's what... That's what happens when you get playing time, consistent playing time for the first time in your international career. Right. So. And he was balling too. Yeah. Um, and Calvin Phillips, just real quick. God damn it, let it happen. Yeah. Please let it happen. Oh, he would. He'd be amazing in Dude, Italian he could, league. He could play that that central defensive role yeah. next to Locatelli and Double still pivot. feed and feed it in, feed it oh. in. Okay, Leeds. What well, I was gonna say. Speaking of beautiful football, um, I mean they—they're they, so good. They have. I mean, again, you would think Farka's Austrian I the way that he he talks and I, I, except for when somebody challenges him and he, then he goes like straight German. Exactly. He's like, hold on, you have provoked me. Now I've got to go off. <laughs> I, I can't that one loss in the last five still drives me crazy sure man Bamford had a chance whatever well I think you know it, 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 it shit happens unfortunately for Bamford like that's but that's in, your one like you, 
you had one chance to keep you that's, in. And that's three kicks. Yeah. yeah, now you're not touching the penalty spot ever again. No. You're not going near it ever. Yeah. Ever. And he again. should be dominating in the championship. Like, I get... And when he's playing, he's fine. But yeah. just, I said it a couple of weeks ago, and I've said it since the beginning, with the whole ailing and Bamford and Cooper and those guys yeah. just get a lead and then bring those guys in to finish it off. Yeah. I mean, that's... That sounded dirty. <laughs> just bring those guys in to finish her off. Well, I was going to say, it's like, don't worry. Your boy's back. Furpo's back. <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, Gray is my new favorite player. I've been uh, talking about him. Ampadu's fantastic. And Kamara. I, I made a point <laughs> to keep an eye on Kamara. Yeah. Dude's everywhere. Yeah. Um, Farke clearly gives those guys freedom. Here's what they say in the beautiful game. Freedom to express themselves on the pitch. Sure. But, yeah. Well, what's weird is is how... Um, how fluid he makes it, and yeah. he's not, and it's not the Bielsa like crash, get back, crash, no, get back. It is. This is. It's so free, like like you said, like it's you fluid. Know, it is. James and Somerville can cross, and, and when then, you're and when you press the way that they press as a team, you're going to get pulled out of your position. Yeah, naturally to press the ball. As long as someone's covering for you and sees that and can make up for it, you're fine. That's why you're allowed to have Stewart go up the pitch if he gets the ball because somebody's going to drop in, in in his position. Well, and he's he's made that back line his. Yeah, like, exactly. We haven't had – what happened to um, – scroll, yeah, scroll down and let me see. I don't even see him. Didn't we have a German back there? Is he hurt? Are you talking about uh, Christensen and them, or no, not Christensen? Although I thought I saw him playing on a Premier League team the other day. Um, yeah, it, he, I forget who he got loaned out to. It doesn't matter. Sturrock's there. Yes, he there. There's there's your yeah. boy. Uh huh. Um, better not get near the like, bench. That's how good they are. They they got Pavedo on the bench. Yeah, and didn't even didn't even bring him oh. in. And you got Gerhardt. Somerville's up there. Yeah. Um, where's the other one? Oh, he's hurt still. Yeah. Rodrigo's still hurt. Yeah. Or did we? I mean, not Rodrigo. Yeah, um, we sent him out to pasture. Doesn't matter. Because Ruder... I know, I know who you're you talking, know who I'm about. talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Um, Dan James is now a staple in the starting lineup. I... um. Well, and that's another one. Like, get him consistent playing time, and now yeah. you get. And like, he's consistently playing for the Welsh team. Yeah, which means he's going to go on international break, and he will his ankle will explode <laughs> during warmups. <laughs> that's what'll happen. Well, that's what I like. I like about Perot is that he, you know, he's sort of he's of that age where he might, you know, he's still good. Even if he got called to an international, yeah, no, no, he's, he's he'd be like, be, nah. Like, yeah, and uh, I mean, let's be serious. I don't know if Gray, Gray's too young. Yeah. And I, I, to be complete, Sturrock will get called up. Um, is Melier being called up yet? You know, I don't know. Because Hugo will we'll find out next week. But the thing is, is that, you know, he was, 
unfortunately, Melier was paying the price for the uh, mismanagement of the team during the transition. Oh, when they were giving up 100 goals a game? Yeah. Yeah. But now he's playing with a fire that... He just seems way more confident. Yeah. Way more confident. I th- and, and, like, and that's the thing is... I mean, what they they brought him in in their uh, before the last promotion, like right halfway and through, like except the, like the January transfer. Yeah, window. and so, they let the other guy still play, and then they finally were like, "Fuck it," and we they brought him in. Yeah, and he, and he never gave up the reins. Right. So and so and he was like nineteen at the time. Yeah. So you this know, is like keepers goalies don't mature; they mature at a later age. Sure, but this is also a setting in which he can blossom. And get that, yeah. get that commanding confidence, which is what a keeper needs. Because technically, course, they're the quarterback; they can see the yeah. entire field. They should be screaming at all of their defenders at all times, telling them where to be. It also doesn't make sense in the past when you had like a six foot tall Frenchman, and he, you know, and they're he can't even get a palm on the ball. Yeah, like, no, because they were giving up. They were, they were just giving, leaving it wide open. They were giving up, yeah, back post, wide open goals. Yeah. Tap-ins. Holland specials. Holland. I saw that, or there, there's this dude on uh, TikTok. His uh, comedic stick is like he's a professional greeter. I'm, I'm sure you've seen it on yep. like Twitter. Yeah. But he, what he called the, he called Holland like a Nordic meat stick. <laughs> Like, he runs like, yeah. like he's gonna destroy you. Yeah. And he is. He's kids like. The following pulpery podcast is brought to you by the Goddamn Sauce. Go to thegdsauce.com for details to order all the sauces to replace your ordinary condiments. Pulper is a privately produced podcast by Brock Ryder and Ben Grimmie on social media and photography by Beck Ryder. Original music by the Heisenberg Compensators.